Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is the bonus podcast episode brought to you from Help I Sex and My Boss where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. How does the bonus do? do we, is it the same as there? Is it pretty much? Oh, okay. Where we see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Well, <laughs> You're funny. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week, and how our advice went down with you, our wonderful Gene Divas. Welcome back to this country. Thank you very much. Jordan, as we mentioned, uh, two Tuesdays ago. Oh, last Tuesday has been away to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you have a nice time? I had a wonderful time. Really? Yeah. Did you rouge your knees up? Till my stockings were down. Yeah. And all that jazz. <laughs> yeah, yes I did. Good. Um, well, we'll talk about it more in next week's episode, shall okay, we? Okay, Tuesday's yeah. episode. I've yeah. been away as well, but we'll come, we'll come on to that. But, you know, not not because you go away and I have to then go away to match you. That's exactly what it is. Okay, Oh, fine. what did you do recently? I forgot. You got something, so I got it as well. Anal beads. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you remember when we first started this podcast? You were like, you can't say that. I'm an etiquette coach. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now you're just straight just in there. beyond caring now. Yeah. What was it you did recently and I got... We did the same thing. Bed. Maybe it was going to Chicago because you'd gone. Yeah, Bed. Excuse me, that's you following me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. You did something else recently. You've got a laptop. It's not that. Can't remember. No. Yeah. How funny. Um... Did you watch Eurovision? No, you were away. No, I didn't. I missed no, it. Okay. There was a song, the Finnish entry from Finland. Is that what they ended on? What? The Finnish. No. <laughs> hey, very good. No, they ended on us. And we did say well. But the uh, the Finnish entry was a song called Cha Cha Cha. Was it actually? Yes. However, it wasn't any cha-cha-chas like I cha-cha-cha. And actually, I'm rethinking my attitude that every song is better with the cha-cha-cha because that, and this is a controversial opinion, everyone, was a terrible song. Oh, okay. Did you have a, a Eurovision party? Uh, no, but we watched it when when I was away with our friends. We watched it. Oh, did you? Together, yeah. I'm not completely convinced they had ever watched Eurovision before and I'm not com- also convinced that they wanted to watch Eurovision, but they watched Eurovision. Oh, did they? Yeah. But they're a straight couple. Yes. They'd never watch Eurovision. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's, that's, not, fair. that's not fair. Did you watch it, Ben? No. No, he was, he was away as well. Oh, yeah. But we've all been away. We'll talk about all of this on Tuesday's episode. We've been jet-setting. Globe-trotting. Well, actually, I didn't leave this Globe country. Globe-trotting. Globe-trotting. We had the trots. Globe-trotting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. What's another word for going away? Jet-setting, globe-trotting, and your travels. 
Uh, Holly Bobs? No, we're not doing that. Should we just go to the responses? Yes, please. This is from Emma. Dear William Jordan, EPB and Diego, your recent episode, Help, He's Got a Donkey Cock, was quite triggering for me. <laughs> Which one was that? can't remember. Uh, oh, your Stephen's got a big willy. Oh, yeah, that, that yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, when you came to talking about swingers and how the identification of a swinger is now via an upside-down pineapple in a supermarket trolley over the previous pompous slash pampas grass, I knew I had to write in. Six years ago, I was going through a pretty horrific breakup. I had a mini breakdown. Part of my chaotic behaviour at this time included getting a tattoo of a pineapple, photo below. I have always wanted a pineapple tattoo, so I thought, fuck it. And did it. Alas, ever since, and increasingly over the past year or so, when people see it, they make a comment on how it is now associated with being a swinger. I have been sent numerous articles about people wearing various items of pineapple clothing, jewellery, and the aforementioned pineapple in a shopping trolley. Colleagues at work and acquaintances have also commented, asking if I am in fact a swinger. Wow. Just to clarify, I am not a swinger. Whilst I'm very much a believer of each to their own, this is not something I have or will ever partake in. How do I politely answer the question... Does that mean you're a swinger without becoming overly defensive and passive-aggressive? Best wishes and kindest regards, Emma. And there, there is the tattoo of the pineapple just I'm, above her ankle. I'm looking. It's not an upside-down pineapple. It's not. Sure. So uh, what I do... Um, not unless you're upside-down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, if her legs were in the air, technically it would be mm. upside-down. Anyway. Um, in which case, the, <laughs> the question might become superfluous. I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, <laughs> what I would do is to equal, to cancel out that mm. pineapple tattoo. It's a very good tattoo, by the way. I'd just get, I'm not a swinger tattooed on your forehead. <laughs> and that would solve it. That would solve it. I, no, I, I think you're overcomplicating this, Emma. When people say, are oh, you a swinger? You just go, no, I'm not. That's the end of that. Yeah. I, I don't think that I that's think being the whole defensive. point of being a swinger is... You don't ask them if they're a swinger. It's like being in Fight Club. You don't talk about it. It's like you just give each other a look or stuff. Right, it's bugging me. It's really bugging me because someone I know recently had a pineapple on, on a necklace. I can't remember who it was. And it was recently. And now it's just, that's just flashed in my mind. Well, I don't know if it was someone at work. I don't know if it was... Someone I seen on, on the train. I don't know if it was Mikey. I just, it was definitely not Mikey. I can't remember who it was. There's some, I think it's someone we know had a pineapple on it. going to bug with that. Okay. Anyway, well, well come, come back to me. Uh, this is from Stephen with a PH. Dear William Jordan, executive super producer Ben and Diego. Uh, I just wanted to update you on my problem from the other week. Yes, it's me, Stephen, from my Stephen's Got a Big Willy. Oh, hi, Stephen. <laughs> so, as mentioned previously, we planned to attend a family member's birthday party, and this was the first time we had all seen each other since my mother-in-law-to-be had seen everything. So, Stephen's... Oh, so... Stephen was sleepwalking naked. Yes. His mother-in-law No, saw. he left the bathroom without his... Okay. His mother-in-law mother seen his widgie. Yeah, and made a comment about it to Stephen's partner. What did you call it when you were younger? Penis, I think. Look, did your mum call it your penis? Yeah. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think, I don't know, I really... <laughs> That's so weird. Did your mum, like, you know when you're running around the house naked? Well, mom... I didn't do a lot of that. No, would, you, would your mum ever like, put your widgie away or <laughs> stuff like that? No. Or... Would your mum say, put your penis away? That's well, weird. no, she didn't say that because I didn't run around the house naked. No, like, like, would she say, stop itching your widgie and stuff? No. When you were a kid? No. Your tinky? Your tink what, is that what yours were called? Was it your tinky? Still what is. Is. His was called his tuppence. 
top and the back. <laughs> Can you help me? Winky, Tinky, Todger. Widgey. Was it? Did your mum and dad say Widgey? Can we move on okay, from sorry. talking about this and back to Stephen's letter? All seemed fine at first, he says, crashing on. We all exchanged pleasantries when we arrived, and I was introduced to members of my partner's no apostrophe family that I hadn't met previously, including his grandmother. At this point, I should explain that my partner's grandmother is quite elderly. She doesn't have the best eyesight, is profoundly deaf and extremely Spanish. After my This is Stephen with the big willy. Remember Stephen with the big widgey? The big chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> After my partner's aunt attempted to introduce me to her as Stephen and Raphael's partner a few times, about eight times, she suddenly seemed to understand when she called me Polo de Burro. Shut up. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Now, my Spanish isn't great and my partner is teaching me a bit at a time, so I had to check with him what this meant. Uh, As it turns out, my partner's elderly grandmother refers to me as Donkey Cop. (laughs) So his grandma went, ah, Polo de Bello. Polo, Polo de Burro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how, how continental. Yes. Spanish talking openly about their in-laws' big penis. After this, this my, is brilliant. After this, my partner thought it might be an idea to have a chat with his mother as she had clearly been speaking to her family about Willie Gate. This <laughs> guy. She did apologise and said she may have mentioned it to a few members of the extended family. My partner's amusement was short-lived on this occasion when his aunt took his plate from him when we were eating and said she felt he'd had enough meat already before (laughs) winking at me. (laughs) Wow. When I'm next in Spain, I want to meet this family. They sound like a right What a good... This is brilliant. This is fantastic. So now my love length is a topic of discussion at family events. I'm just hoping that it won't be the topic of discussion at our wedding in a few weeks' time. I'm thinking we may need to take anything too phallic off the menu. Thanks for all the advice. Warmest regards, Stephen. P.S. After Jordan's John Wayne comment, my partner has taken to singing These Boots Are Made For Walking At Me. I'm not sure if that's a sign of something. He's wow. had enough meat already. <laughs> Stephen, do you just want to write into us every so often? Let us know how Willie, Willie Gates going, please. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for that. Thank you for the update, and I'm so sorry that the the trauma is enduring. But I, I uh, hey, I mean, at least you can laugh about it. Mm. Yeah. This is from Mark. <sighs> Dearest William Jordan, EPB, and Diego, and in brackets, Scatterdy Scritchy. Could you do it as Diego, please? I'm not in the mood, sorry. Oh. Ooh. I'm not a performing monkey. It just comes You're a performing whippet. It comes natural to me. Scratchy, I can't remember it. What was it? Scratchy, scratchy. Oh, there you go. That was very good. <laughs> that was my normal voice. <laughs> I, I was listening to an episode recently where a Jean Diva shared her experience as a psychology teacher and mispronounced, mispronounced the name Megioch as Magooch. For a number of years, I worked in further education colleges where we taught subjects like oh, arboriculture, countryside management and horticulture. As part of the horticulture students' training, they had to learn plant names, both the common names and the Latin names. One of the plants is a white-stemmed bramble, a.k.a. Rubus cockburianus. <laughs> That's a Harry Potter spell. That is not a plant. I'm sure Pity. Hermione said Rubus Cockermarmus. I'm sure she did. Pity the, poor halter, Pity the poor horticulture lecturer who had to teach the following name to a group of 16 or 17... 
so sorry I've had so much alcohol. Pity the poor horticulture lecturer who had to teach the following name to a group of 16 or 17-year-old students. Best regards, Mark. We should probably do this next bonus episode. Yeah. Yeah, from your next AA meeting. <laughs> Jesus, wet. <laughs> it's because I haven't had any breakfast because the train was running late. So you started smashing the gins already. Because that's part of the show. Jesus. And this final one, thank God, is from Mira. Hi, William Jordan EPB. Absolutely love the show. Thank you for all the laughs. I've got a couple of potential Jordan's dictionary entries. Ah, for your Northern Dictionary. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm one of your American listeners, and I'm hoping for some clarification on something. I hear in every episode when Jordan says, we're not the usual blank, are we, William Hansen? What are you saying there? It sounds like agate ants. Is this a British phrase? Also, what on greens are... Also, what on God's green earth is a picky tea? <laughs> Thanks for helping out to confuse Yankee. I always think it's especially hilarious when one of you visits the US and comments on the wackiness of American culture. Lots of love, Mira. Okay, I'll translate this. Gee, Mira! Hey! Right, no, we're not saying agony ants. We're saying agony ants. Agony. Agony, as in I'll agony. I'll say it in English. Agony ants. So if you're in agony, and an agony ant, is it a British term, an agony ant? Possibly it is, maybe. Yeah, so an agony ant is uh, probably coined, I'm going to say, around about the 80s, 90s. When I think it goes back further than that. People, oh, yeah, probably was. People yeah. used to write into newspapers for help and advice. Yeah. And it would always be... Uh, answered. Answered by, like, Dear Deirdre and stuff. Mm. I'm going way off piece. She won't know what Dear Deirdre is. No, Dear Deirdre is. And there's that woman off this morning, weren't there? The Geordie one. She's no longer with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was she called? Um, oh, she Denise. Was, Denise, yeah. Yes. She was a bit of an agony aunt, wasn't she? Yeah. So we're saying agony aunt. It's a, it's a term coined for people who offer advice. Mm. Uh, on everyday problems, yes. dilemmas. So Jordan is saying agony aunt, as in your wife of your uncle. A picky tea, you get yourself off now, because uh, I know you're going to hate this, but a picky tea mm. is basically anything you want it to be. In some parts of the UK, it's called a party tea. Uh, it's called British tapas. Think of tapas, but for Brits. So it's just loads of frozen bits. All beige. All, it's, it's just bits of leftover food and bits in the freezer, and it, it can be whatever you want it to be. You can... You could have a bit of leftover pizza and some just picky bits. Just picky, picky bits. The best way I can describe it. It's what you would get in the freezer aisle of Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically frozen bits. British tapas is the best way of describing it. Well, yes, British northern tapas. British northern tapas. Turkey dinosaur, that kind of thing. Yeah. Don't, it's not something that you need to uh, start an America mirror. Mm. We hope that helped. We hope that helps. What would the Americans call picky tea? Probably an all-you-can-eat buffet. Um, See, there's a difference between a picky tea and a buffet. A I really, well, but I never get this because a buffet's planned and 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 like for for more than I say a buffet's for more than six people. A picky tea's like when it's just two of you in house. You're like, I can't be asked cooking tonight. Just have a picky tea. Okay, you'll see what's in fridge. See what's in, in fridge and cupboards, and then you might go to the shop to. But the, the the trouble is, I if I if Mike and I started doing a picky tea, we don't. What is in our freezer is like meat. Raw meat, peas, and ice cream. I think so. And any, ice cubes. Any bags of shit in there? <laughs> no. Good. So we can't then start doing turkey dinosaurs. We and... can go out again. No, well, but so then that's I, not... I'll tell you what's in my freezer. Right? Okay. 
Probably quite different to my freezer when I was back up north. Yes. But you know those crockedy, what they called? What they're absolutely banging. You get them from Tesco. What do um, French call cheese and ham? Uh, cheese and ham toasty. Uh, Croque monsieur. Yes, yeah, so I've got some mini ones of them. Right. They are banging on a picky tea. Okay. I've got some smiley faces. Yes. Right? I've got some leftover chili. You could even defrost that. I've got curly fries. Okay. Perfect for a picky tea. Yeah. Uh, fish fingers. Ooh. Yeah. I've got. Um, What's the other bit? Waffles. Yeah, I just it's, it's, it's all beige, Mira. This is the this is the common theme. Like a beige is like a yellowy, uh, sort of an unattractive yellow. That's how I describe. Beige. Why don't you make one, Mira? And send. It's yeah, called Mira. Mira. Mira, Mira on the wall. Why don't you make an American picky tea and send us a picture of it, and I'll rate it. Remember, if you've got a question or a story that isn't a dilemma or problem, this is the place where we can read it out. So drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at sexandmyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. We also love hearing back from the people we have for advice to. So if that's you, get back in touch with producer Ben. For more sex and news and nonsense, sign up to producer Ben's newsletter via sexandmyboss.com and we'll see you next week. Oh, and producer Ben's going to tell us all about his... His trip. His trip and his, the new... To see Quick Clubbies join next week. Yes. It's very exciting. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.